This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey guys, it's Jordana. Today's guest is not just a singer and songwriter, but an actress, a Tony Award nominee, as well as a primetime Emmy nominee. Not to mention our favorite waitress in the country. Everybody welcome Sarah Bareilles. We're going to break down some tracks from childhood memories to pivotal career-defining moments. The classic hits, the one-hit wonders, and those guilty pleasure songs we know you love. Either way, we're going to have a great playlist for you. This is Score My Life. So welcome, Sarah Bareilles. Hi. But you had three sisters growing up, right? Yeah, I grew up the youngest of three, and then I... So I had two older sisters, and then when my parents got divorced and remarried, my dad had a little girl with his second wife. So I have, I became, I was the baby until I was well into my 30s, and then, or I guess almost into my 30s, and then, and then she was born. Got it, got it. So, but when your parents were married, did they, on the three girls, you being the baby of them, was there like a song or a wedding song from your parents or is there something that they really an artist or something in particular that your parents really raised you on that got you started early one of my earliest musical memories is the jackson five christmas album because decorating the tree to the jackson five christmas album was like the ritual to end all rituals for it was my favorite part about christmas so um I i couldn't even possibly pick like my favorite song off the record, they were all so good. But anyway, yeah. So that entire record, in its you know front to back. But when you sang along, were you Michael? Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what high school did you go to? I went to Eureka High. I had to think about that for a second. I went to Eureka High School. We, the, we were the Eureka Loggers. The Loggers. Mm-hmm. Because that's it was a big logging and fishing were the main industries up in that region. Again, yeah. I'm going Pacific Northwest. I'm yes. thinking Portland, but yep. I got you. So, did you have a uh, prom? Yeah, at Eureka High. We sure did. What was your prom theme song? Um, I think one year we had Welcome to Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> it was Welcome to the Jungle, and I wore like. Um, cheetah print or something obviously you know, very classy that way obviously mm-hmm. but you were also in the choir yeah. uh, limited edition right mm-hmm. so what song really stands out as from the entire limited edition repertoire what's your go-to from your high school days uh the first one that comes to mind that i loved singing was someone to watch over me that's when i loved bravo so then you moved your acapella career to ucla yeah Right, and then and that group was called. That was Awaken Acapella, Awaken. which sounds like a church group, but we were <laughs> we were not doing a lot of praying. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there a song that really defines <coughs> the Awaken Acapella? Uh, we did a sort of mortifying dance routine to "Like a Prayer" by Madonna, where um, all of us we did it for like it was called Spring Sing, and that was our sort of talent competition at UCLA. 
And there's some pretty hideous costumes and dancing that happened, but it's very memorable for me. We had like a lot of feathers in her hair and black eyeliner. It was important Lace stuff. Lace gloves. Yeah. That was, I guess we were praying. Got <laughs> 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 to it. Right on. So Madonna. And then um, after the college years, you got into it and your first album, well, actually it was your second album, uh, Little Voice mm -hmm. came out, right? Yeah. So let's talk about um, when you released Little Voice, then you got all of these opportunities to go on the road and you went out with uh, Aqualung, yeah. Love, Love. Uh, James Blunt, Ingrid Michaelson, Counting Crows, Maroon 5. So if you think about all the artists that you performed with or opened with or co-headlined with during that release is there one artist and one song that you really recall of like man that's a great song yeah um I think it would be from the Maroon 5 catalog because they were my closest tour mates and they were all like my big brothers and took really good care of me so I guess I would choose I loved Oh my gosh, it's hard to choose. I really loved uh, lots of songs off of their very first record, songs about Jane. Sunday Morning, I think, is one of the ones that I really loved. From Maroon 5? Yeah, from Maroon 5. But you knew them when they were called? Yeah, they were called Cara's Flowers right. in college. <laughs> and they have I they have a, a record called the Stag Street Recordings that I still have and love. <laughs> I think I saw them at the Whiskey in LA when they were first starting out under that name. It was great. Um, okay, so... Then moving on to, it was either 2011 or 2012, you were, you became a celebrity judge on the sing-off. Yeah, I use that word, that <laughs> term loosely, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Celebrity judge. judge. <laughs> I use both of those terms loosely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then the other two judges mm. on the panel were? Uh, Sean and Ben. Right, Sean Stockman from? From, oh, Boys to Men. Right, sorry. Exactly. I'm ben like Foles. being quizzed on my life yeah, here. Exactly. Like, yeah, yes. Yes. Right, ben Folds and Sean Stockman. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite Ben Fold song? Oh, God, I can't pick. Um, hmm, Zach and Sarah. Bravo. You win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it has my name in it. And she has no H, so I really love it. Okay, so when did you move to New York? Before or after? Like the sing-off, you were still in L.A.? Still in, living in L.A., yeah. Mm. I moved to New York in 2013. Okay, got it. So when you moved to New York, is there a song that reminded you of, of the Big Apple or the ultimate New York song or when you moved to here that you thought, you know, it really reminded you of that time of your life? Um, and why did you move to New York? Let's see. What was I listening to? There is... I'm trying to remember. There's a band called Chairlift that I was listening to their entire record a lot when I first moved here. And I can't remember the name of the exact song. But can I just choose that whole record? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That it was just the kind of on repeat. That Yeah, that whole record. Got it. Okay, so then let's jump to uh, 2013. I'm going to call it the Brave Year. The Brave Year. Oh, right? Year of the um, Brave. And... Right, there were so many accomplishments with that song, right? You performed it for the Obamas. Um, you were, it was really um, integral as part of the L LGBTQ movement. Um, you helped use it with pediatric cancer. What is your proudest accomplishment with that song? Uh, honestly, my proudest accomplishment is that I didn't really have much to do with what happened with that song. And I think as a songwriter, 
And what I mean by that is that the song got released and then all these communities like the Pediatric Cancer Ward at that hospital in um, Minnesota, I believe, um, they did that. They took the song and made this incredible video in which then it got picked up by the news outlets and we were talking about what the song meant to these cancer patients and their families. And, um, and as a songwriter, the greatest thing you can ever wish for the life of your song is that it sort of goes beyond the scope of what you can accomplish. So it's, it, it goes and it lives in all these communities. And um, so I think that's the proudest thing about that song is that it has a big life very separate and aside from me. Yeah. yeah, it really took off. And speaking of great songwriters, it was co-written by Jack Antonoff, right? Yes. It was, was his birthday yesterday. Was it? It sure was. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jack. Happy birthday, Jack. Um, so what's your all-time favorite, either Fung or Jack Antonoff song? Well, I think when his first release as the band Bleachers was a song called I Want to Get Better. And I think it's a really important song. It's about mental health. It's about striving to sort of claim... Um, your your health and, and your well-being. And I, I love that he sort of makes these anthems about um, really intimate things. So he writes big songs about small concepts. And, and I love that about him. Yeah, agree. Okay, so let's jump to Broadway. Sarah. Let's do it. <laughs> so everyone knows about Waitress and continued congrats on that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. He did all the music and lyrics. I saw you in the role of Jenna. Thank Bravo. you. It's amazing. Um, but not everyone knows about some of your other stints, like... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the Little Mermaid. Uh-huh, okay. Or the SpongeBob song. Yeah. So, so can you talk about any of your other Broadway stints? Well, I mean, they're sort of... I, I, they're Broadway adjacent. Well, The Little Mermaid is Broadway adjacent, but I'm pretty far away. It was at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> but... Um, no, I got to do concert series, um, you know, two nights of a concert series where they had a, an incredible live orchestra pulled together and that we were playing the songs and singing the songs along to the to projection of the film, the actual cartoon, um, which might go down as two of my favorite nights of my entire life. I was literally living my childhood dream with like complete with starfish in my hair <laughs> it was amazing and all these big red extensions so I was I was a redhead sort of um in a gown and felt just it was so magical um so and we had an amazing cast pulled together for that um and then being a part of the Spongebob um cast of composers was incredible I mean John Legend was in there Aerosmith um Oh, God, I'm trying to think the Flaming Lips. Um, and it was just a, an extraordinary feat, also by Tom Kitt, who is the, the music director and um, arranger, who kind of cobbled together something that totally made sense from a whole different array of writers. So I wrote the pirate song um, called Poor Pirates, which we all, we all feel sorry for pirates, don't we, somehow? <laughs> Poor pirates. Poor pirates. Okay, and also Mary Magdalene and uh, Jesus Christ and Superstar, Jesus Christ Superstar, Life. Superstar yeah. So, do you think in you know your transition from a, a studio and, and live artist and, and really a songwriter to to the stage, is there a Broadway song or is there something just a, a Broadway soundtrack even that really inspired you or was a go-to for you that you know like helped you make that jump as well? There were many. I mean, I grew up listening 
almost primarily to Broadway cast recordings for a long time, and then I sort of, you know, spanned out from there. But I, um, one of the albums that's coming to my mind that I really, really loved was the um, the soundtrack to Chess, which is uh, the composers are the the men from the band ABBA. So um, what I think when I think back, I mean, not only was I deeply inspired by people like Alan Menken and Andrew Lloyd Webber and Stephen Sondheim, but I also really loved the sort of convergence of pop music and theatrical storytelling. So, you know, it, I think when I look back, that was actually one of the scores that was really influential for me because that's a little bit how I approached Waitress was, you know, staying in the cadence of my own songwriting, but also making it about storytelling. Okay, but I have to ask, what's your favorite kind of pie? Uh, blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> How many people ask you that question? A lot of them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it. let's... The uh, people want to know. <laughs> give the people what they want. So um, let's talk new music. But before you, uh, I just saw your carpool karaoke with Ben Platt, yeah. who also has a new album out. Yeah. So um, what was your favorite song in the carpool karaoke to do karaoke to with Ben? Sir Duke. Um, yeah, Stevie Wonder. It's just a great riff. I mean, it's just, it's just a great song. Would you give that as your uh, all-time favorite karaoke song as well? Um, my all-time favorite karaoke song, oh gosh, I don't know if I have one. I, I actually am going to make a confession. I hate karaoke. Oh, come on. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I actually hate it. <laughs> I enjoyed it for those 30 minutes. I mean, it was an all-day affair, but I got I enjoyed it with Ben, but I'm not the person who's like, yeah, let's get the karaoke machine fired up. I'm like, Ugh, no, get me out of here. <laughs> and you're not one of those people that just shows up at the karaoke place and it's like, oh, I'm just going mm, to sing love song. song. I feel <laughs> like I've gotten drunk and done that before, and that's just not cute. Nobody needs that. <laughs> <laughs> so really, it takes all day all day to do one car carpool karaoke. Yeah, it's a long it's a long day. Who's I mean, not all day. Use? Huh? Whose car do you use? No, oh, a car that's outfit. I mean, it's a car they just keep in a garage that has cameras everywhere. It's right. amazing. Got it. Okay, so um, speaking of uh, Ben, did you see the Pitch Perfect series? Yes, I did. And going back to your acapella days, yeah. Was there a favorite performance from uh, Ben in Pitch Perfect that you recall? Well, I probably don't know it well enough to, to be naming them. Anytime he opens his mouth, it's like uh, freaking angels are coming out. <laughs> okay, so good segue. Uh, is there a song from his uh, album that just came out that you know? or is I loved the song um, Grow As We Go. I think that it's such a sweet sentiment. I love that Ben was, he's being really brave about sharing, again, um, such intimate concepts and it's a really feels like a, a really private look into his life um, as a young man and a young gay man and I, I just think that he's I, I love his approach to what he's doing with this record and I think there's lots of themes on the record that I really respond to but that's that's one that sticks out nice so speaking of Apple TV and this is not a music question but you just announced uh, your what would you call it? A venture with J.J. Abrams. Venture. Yeah. Yeah. It's an <laughs> adventure. It's certainly. Yeah. My first foray into television. We are creating a series um, along with my my partner from Waitress, Jesse Nelson, who wrote the script. Um, Jesse and J.J. and I and his company, Bad Robot, are 
building out a series based around a young singer-songwriter in New York City who's, um, you know, following her dreams and learning to find her sort of authentic voice for the first time. And... Yeah, it's exciting. Called Easter. Little Voice. Called Little Voice. Right, got it. So not a song, but what is your favorite J.J. Abrams um, screen feature that he's made, television or movie? He's done so many that I love, but I will mention the one that was the, sort of the direct inspiration for Little Voice, which was Felicity. Um, that was a series on TV that I got very attached to growing up. Um, and so, yeah, I loved it. Okay, and then moving up to uh, this week. So Amidst the Chaos comes out, right? Yeah. And is there one song on the album that you are most excited to release to the wild? Um, I think my favorite song on the record is a song called Saint Honesty, which has already been released to the uh, to the wild. That is my favorite song. Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> um, and I love it because it was a live one take. And so... Um, as some as a recording artist, I've never quite had the guts to step into the booth alongside the band. I usually do my vocals privately and after the fact and lots of takes. And, um, you know, working with T-Bone Burnett was such um, it was really educational in a lot of ways. And so and such an expansive time as an artist. And he really encouraged me to embrace my my musician self. And I. So we, we did that, and we played the song a few times, and we just chose our favorite take. And I've never done that before on a record, so I'm really proud of that. Amazing. And to close it off, is there a favorite lyric from St. Honesty that uh, maybe you can even um, hum for us? Let's see. Salvation is coming in the morning, but now what we need is a little rain on our face from you, sweet sane honesty wow awesome sarah burles thank you so much thank you for joining us on score my life again that was the lovely and talented sarah burles check out her score my life playlist which i didn't think it was possible but i actually loved her more after learning this about her well we've put it together for you and you can find it on radio.com This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.